guys, welcome back to the Kind of an Expert podcast, the only podcast where the guest picks the topic of every single episode. My name is Corey Tyndall, and as always, I'm your host. And this week, I sat down with New York City comedian Jesse Townsend to talk about the 2023 NFL Draft. Jesse is back, as he is every year, to talk everything draft, the winners, the losers, the people who are going to bust, uh, and the people that we hate the most from the draft. So this is a fun one. Even if you're not into the NFL, uh, if you're not into the NFL, you're probably not going to like this one. Take this week off. We'll do next week. If you're into the NFL even a little bit or trying to get into the NFL, this is your starting spot. We're talking about the teams that are going to be good next year, the teams that are going to be bad. So this is your intro into the 2023 NFL season. You can follow him at I'm Jesse Townsend on Instagram and TikTok. He's at Greenwich Village Comedy Club every single week. So go check him out there. Check out his shows. Follow me at Corey T Comedy on all social media and come to Ope, a comedy show every single week at Ferns in the East Village. If you really like this episode and you really like Jesse and you're coming to a show at Ope, Hit me up on Instagram. We'll get them on the show that you're coming to. With that, let's get into the episode. All right, 2023 NFL Draft is complete. If this is your first time listening to the episode, welcome. I did, um, you remember Amory Castillo? Yeah. Um, she has a show on uh, a syndicated sports show called Name Three Players. So I was on that on Saturday, All or right. Friday, sorry, Very talking nice. about round one of the uh, NFL Draft. So hopefully... I plugged this one. Hopefully a bunch of people are here listening to this episode and they get a taste of Mr. Jesse Townsend and oh, his boy. no, not everyone's a winner type mentality to the NFL draft. I think that's a great place to fucking start. I think I, think I have the best mentality on this because in the history of sports, we have prided ourselves on cheering for winners and booing losers. Yeah. Especially this in weekend, Philly, where you can also throw things. Which I am a diehard <laughs> Eagles fan. Okay, oh, we, we know. I we know. know. Where we, my Jalen Hurts prom- jersey? We prompted yeah. him. So, all right. So, this is what you came in hot with even before we hit record. And I 100% agree. I'm just saying this right off the bat. What the... What is going on with every single publication saying every single team won? Unanimously. ESPN. It's unbelievable. ESPN gave their like report cards, and no one has lower than a C. Pat McAfee went on the no. air, and he goes, everybody won this draft. Fuck you. No, they didn't. No, All they right? didn't. There's no such thing as everybody winning in sports, okay? When the regular season starts, there's no way that every team can be above 500. That's not how sports work, all right? No. Not everyone can win the draft. Some people had better drafts than others, and if you have a better draft, that means you won. If right. you have a worse draft, it means you lost. Yeah. There's I. So the Athletic was given out grades per pick. And they did do some Fs. They gave out some Fs okay. there. For instance, they gave uh, the Jameer Gibbs pick an F, uh, which we'll get into that later. Yeah. But their overall grade for the teams, there was nothing lower than a C-. minus. It's like, yeah. no. No, I hate the that. The 49ers picked a I kicker in the third round. Give them a goddamn F. Which, 
I know one the of Patriots, their players. The Patriots drafted a kicker and a punter. I know the punter's from Michigan State. That dude's a that dude's a G. Their I kicker's love that from guy. Maryland. Great. So yeah, <laughs> just I dogs. mean, I'm happy for um, them, but like happy he, for them. Uh, oh for the God. brand, hell yeah, How, special teams, let's do so it. Here's but. the perfect representation. PFF gave the lowest grade to the San Francisco 49ers a C-. They didn't have a first-round pick. They didn't have a second-round pick. And one of their third-round picks was a kicker. You tell me how that's not an F for a draft. How that's the fuck can you say that's not an F for a draft? I can actually tell you how that's not an F of a draft. All right? I will. Be, I really I'll, like that cornerback they got. <laughs> <laughs> I will be one of the few guys that will stand up for the Niners. No. Um, because look at that quarterback room. Jimmy Garoppolo's gone. Yeah. You're moving forward with mystery relevant Brock Purdy. But guess yep. what? Now people got tape on Brock Purdy. We've seen what he does. All right? We know. This might be with that Kaepernick run right there, you know? Yep. Like, he had a phenomenal playoff run for the same team. Come back the next year, a lot of tape. They did their study and they did their homework. They knew where he was going. All right? So maybe Brock Purdy's not that guy. You move down to Trey Lance. We haven't seen enough of Trey Lance to be like, oh, he's him. Right. And then they brought in Sam Darnold, which we know he's definitely not him. No. We've seen that movie a few times. So you might you might get past the 50-yard line, Is but you might, Dr- you might not be able to get into the end zone. That's why you draft a kicker. Way to go, San Francisco. <laughs> all right? You knew what you had in your quarterback room. You were like, hey. We're defense. <laughs> we need some special teams because that quarterback room, like they're too, they're too into it to move on from Trey Lance already. They're too into yeah. it to move on from Brock Purdy already. Okay, those two guys, like they can't move on from yet. So they gotta go kicker. I, I mean, I, I will justify it. I'll say, I'll say San Francisco's a C minus. I will say that. Oh my god! But here's the thing. What? Before we get into our losers, let's talk about the winners. Okay. Because here's, here's my thing. You're an Eagles and, fan? <laughs> yeah, I'm an Eagles fan. And everyone's saying, oh, thing. the Eagles won. The uh, Eagles won. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about the Eagles. Howie Roseman did it again. Okay? Why is everyone talking about the Eagles when the Houston Texans got two of the top three players in this draft? Yeah. They had two of the top three draft picks. That is amazing. Yeah. That is insane. Also, when you look at what the Panthers gave up to go to number one, and then what Houston gave up to go to, to number three, to number three, they got a deal—a huge deal. They they stole Will Anderson. Yeah, they stole that man. They got they got what they think is going to be their franchise quarterback, and they got an absolute dog on defense. Yeah, and everyone's saying that Will Anderson comes in. Has that Alabama in him. He's going to be a team captain. Maybe not his first year, but his second year. He's going to be a locker room guy that everyone can rally behind. Great pick. He's going to be coached by D'Amico Ryans. Defensive mastermind. He played on defense. He was a dog. He went out there. He coached defense for the Niners, which that was the only highlight of that team. (laughs) They were dogs. Even with the injuries that that team had, he still coached that defense and made them look phenomenal. Yeah. All right. So I will say I do think the Houston Texans are the biggest winners of this draft. Okay. Um, Because here's the thing. They did – there's something about going all in, all right, because a couple Mm. teams went all in. The Panthers went all in, you know. Colts. Colts, 
Colts didn't move up, though, did they? They were sitting there. No, four. but they took Anthony Richardson, and then they also – I mean, they walked away from the draft with, like, 11 picks. They yeah. went for those high-ceiling dudes yeah. where it was like, man, if this draft works out for the Colts, they are going to be annoying for the next – Decade, We're going to be seeing a lot of them versus Patrick Mahomes uh, for the next 10 years if they hit on everything. Yeah. And that's what I'm So here, here, here's, here's my thing. I think, I think as far as going all in, it rarely works. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you a little story. I stopped playing poker. I haven't played poker in three years. All right. Because <laughs> last time I went all in, I had a full house. I got beat by a slightly better full house. Oh, all right. No. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs are the best full house in the history of football right now. They look yeah. unstoppable, right? They, yeah. Because everyone's like, oh, defense wins championships. Kansas City has a insanely mediocre defense. Yeah. Their offense is just so good that you were like, ah, but surely they won't be that good when you take away Tyreek Hill. They were like, ah, fuck you. We'll go grab Dude. another ring. We'll I, go grab another ring. I was one of the – I thought the Chiefs were going to be the last in the West this last year. Dude. I thought the Broncos were going to be good. I thought the Raiders they were, were going to be good. They were phenomenal They lost again. Tyreek, and I was like, God. I man, told you. Mahomes we all, we is also, so good. We also do a fantasy football episode every yep. year. And I told you they're still going to be just as good, and Travis Kelsey's yep. going to take over the workload. You were, you were right. And I told you <laughs> that in almost every league, as crazy and as stupid as it sounds, I'm going tight end in the first round with Travis yep. Kelsey. I'm you didn't say first round. I agreed with first round. You said first overall pick, Travis Kelsey. Which works out Which because the unanimous out. pick was Jonathan Taylor. And if you took Travis Kelsey over Jonathan Taylor, you looked like a genius. Yeah. All right. We're not, I mean, but we're not going to litigate the, the whole. Yeah, we're not going to litigate the fantasy football no fantasy one until draft, next right? time. Then you'll be able to so, see me yell at Jesse for, for so his Christian McCaffrey here, take. <laughs> here is what I am saying. Here's what I'm going to say. It rarely works when you go all in. But if there was ever a time to go all in, Anderson is a very safe pick. Yeah. Like, his floor feels like Jadavion Clowney. Like, yeah. he is going to sure. be him. Yep. You know? Like, everyone has been saying, oh, like, on paper, like, the pros are, like, stuff you don't hear from other draft profiles. Like, mm -hmm. the pros are some off-the-field stuff. The The pros are right. saying, the oh, leader, the he's a leader hard. in the locker yeah. room. You can't... Like, teach that kind of – that is a natural, like, something that, like, most players don't have going into the league. Yeah. Usually they need to, like, get that as they become a vet. Usually you don't hear about a 20-year-old kid being a just a natural leader. That's right. insane. So I think they got an absolute guy, you know? I 100% I agree with you. I want to throw in there that one of my other big winners for the draft was the team that took the exact opposite approach – which was the Cardinals. They are the opposite of all in. They were like, we're trading out a three. We are moving back. We're taking a tackle. We're taking 12 draft picks. And even if half of those dudes don't really pan out, just the way that they drafted at the high value positions, it's hard to say. It's it's hard to believe that at least four or five of those guys aren't going to be day one yeah. high uh, high usage starters yeah. 
Ian, or maybe not day one, but high usage starters over the next two years. And so it's funny because I agree with you. I 100% agree. I think the Texans won. I think they did a great job of winning this draft. If you think long-term, though, the Cardinals also, did the opposite, and I think they also won this draft. Here's the other thing. It wasn't that deep of a draft. No, you, I You agree. look at any expert. Rich Eisen said like there Cornerback was... Cornerback was deep and tight end was deep. After that, there wasn't yeah. really... like There were two running backs. There was, were two it really quarterbacks. Wasn't, it really like, wasn't deep. So the people who made moves on day one are the winners. Mm-hmm. That's why the guys who had multiple picks on day one won the draft. That's why yeah. the Texans won. That's why the Eagles won. The Eagles won <laughs> yeah. because they had a couple dogs just fall into their laps. All right? The Eagles had to move up one spot to get Jalen Carter. Dog. All right? Now, there's off-the-field issues, sure, whatever, but is there any... E- you could not paint. <laughs> yeah, sure. You he, could not he paint. He doesn't like going to practice, but like, ah, no, whatever. No, 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 no. That's not it. <laughs> That's not it. That's the, what, the, the off-the-field issues... It's just like certain character stuff, but like you cannot paint a better picture for like him to walk into. It's him and his old teammates. Yep. And he's playing alongside some great veterans on that same defensive line. That is the perfect defensive line room for him to walk into. Yep. He's got some guys he's already familiar with, and he's got some guys with great experience. Yep. I, he walked into a perfect situation. And then pick 30 rolls around. Yeah. Eagles back on the clock. That's a great. That's they a get, great pick. They get Nolan Smith, who is, who some experts had us taking at ten overall. Yeah, he fell all the way to us because what? Oh, a little injury happened. Yeah, you know? and they're like, oh, he might not be ready to play all four downs his first year, so maybe let him slide. Guess what? With our defensive line, he don't have to play all four downs. We got Brandon Grant. No. We got Fletcher Cox. We got Jordan Davis. We got Jalen Carter. All yeah. right, we got some dogs, okay? Yeah. That defensive line is stacked, all right? Howie Roseman saw that Patrick Mahomes did not get sacked once during the Super Bowl, and he goes, never again, all right? <laughs> he goes, fuck that. Patrick Mahomes is going to die next year. I Okay. And I love it. He's so, like, Patrick Mahomes not safe. Shit, his brother's not even safe. Uh, <laughs> we're going to tackle him mid-TikTok dance. His brother's not safe. We're, we're going <laughs> to tackle him so hard that he can never assault another bartender. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> his, his brother's got something coming to him. Oh, boy. So, all right, I want to start this by saying I 100% agree. I think the Eagles had a great draft. I think Jalen Carter is in the perfect circumstance for himself because even if you exclude the D line, you've got people on the O line like Jason Kelsey's not going to put up with his shit. Like he's going to kick not. his ass every single day until Jalen Carter is back. Jason uh, Kelsey was hanging out within, with him at the draft. Exactly. I love like the- you've got the leadership around him. Yes. That's going to. However, the one pushback that I have is around giving so much credit to Howie Roseman for the first round. Jalen no, no, no. Carter, it was smart to move up one, deal. one pick. It was smart to move up that one pick. However, Jalen Carter dropping is not – that's good for him for picking him. It's not yeah. like he did anything crazy. Those, Nolan Smith for dropping, he didn't – he just fell in his lap. That's We're what I said. I literally yeah. said yeah, those yeah, yeah, picks yeah. fell in our lap. Right, but I'm you gave a lot Howie of credit Roseman, to I'm Howie not giving Roseman. Howie Roseman all of the credit. Howie Roseman won last year's draft with that, with that trade for A.J. Mm-hmm. Brown. And they saw the Eagles win yeah, another draft, and they were like, ah, Howie did it again, you know? And, yeah, Howie made those picks. But those picks came straight to him, all right? Yeah. He would have been dumb to pass on him. 
The rest of the league, dumb to pass on them, all right? <laughs> Are you kidding me? There, oh. were some, there were some picks there where I'm like, Nolan Smith's really falling this fucking far? You know? Yeah. yeah. There, were, there were a couple guys who slid a little bit that I was kind of surprised by. Yeah. Christian Gonzalez uh, falling all the way down to 17? Yeah. A lot um, of people said he was the best defensive back in the draft. Uh, a lot of people had him going top 10. He slid down to good old Billy Belichick to the Patriots, who I think is one of the losers yeah. of this year's draft. Uh, even yeah. though they had a great first-round pick, they went punter, they went kicker. Uh, they already had a great defense. <laughs> they had a great defense. They did. And if they think Mac Jones is the guy, which he's not, um, give him some weapons. That offense is god-awful. Oh, my God, I know. That offense is so bad. And I'm like, I'm fully convinced that the Patriots are just – like, oh, fuck it. We are not going to solve this offense this year. We're going to get Caleb Williams next year. Yeah. I think I think some teams uh, yeah. went into this draft thinking about next year's draft. That's the only... I, I think the two teams that did that were the Patriots and the fucking Falcons. Oh, okay. I think the Falcons are building yeah. a superstar offense in Atlanta, and they are ready for Caleb Williams to take the hill. Mm. Okay. The last three drafts, they went offensive skill positions. They went Drake London in the first round. Then they went generational talent Kyle Pitts. Yep. Who was underwhelming this year, but look at who the fuck was throwing to him. All right? Yeah, a generational talent's going to be underwhelming when a guy like me is throwing to him. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, all right? Then Let's give this Desmond year, Ritter a little more year, credit than that. Then this year. <laughs> this year. Bijan Robinson. Yeah. I love love Bijan Robbins. He's great. He's a fucking dog. Yeah. All right? Which leads me to my next point. The biggest winner of this year's draft is not a team. It's running backs. Mm. Running backs are back, baby, and I fucking love okay. it. Okay. We yeah. had a running back go in the top ten. We had a team trade up in the first round for a running back. Was it a reach? Fuck yes, it was. Trade but up. Didn't they move up to get The Lions? Yeah, Lions. No, they moved no. back to get him. They moved back. They okay. were six, and they moved back to 12. They moved back. Yeah. Okay. So not as not as much of a reach. Not they as didn't much. give up. They actually gained stuff to get him. But which still, when he was like the 30, when he was still like the 33rd yeah, 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 yeah. ranked oh, prospect yeah. we'll going get to 12. the Lions right. in a second. We'll get to the Lions in a minute. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll talk about Dan Campbell. We'll do it. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> about chewing some kneecaps, all right? We'll talk about it. God. But running backs are back, man. I mean, like you have to be thrilled when two of yeah. them go in the, when two of them go, like that. Top early, fifteen, yeah. Top fifteen, that's amazing. And then on top of that, icing on the cake here was the amount of tight ends that went off the board. Oh yeah. And the amount of tight ends that got picked because of pass blocking over route running. Hmm. Interesting. I think that's something we didn't look at a lot. I think that's why some of those guys. Fell like initially, like tight ends did not go in the order that most scouts had them. Like when you look at mock drafts, the tight ends there was a couple like flip flops there, and a lot of those tight ends that went higher were because they were good blockers. No, I I think it's the opposite. Dalton Kincaid is not a oh Dalton pass Kincaid blocker. is the exception, and neither is Sam Laporta, the guy okay. the Lions took the number two tight end. I I think it's actually the opposite. I think the pass catching tight ends. I think Travis Kelsey Travis has Kelsey. broken yeah. the tight end model. I get that. The pass catching tight end is who's valuable. The ones who went later, Michael Mayer, 
uh, Darnell Mayer Washington. Was Darnell Washington. Darnell Washington went, in the went third later. Round. Went later he went because the third of the knee round. injury. The knee injury came out. I think a lot of people are like, wow, day. he can make a couple of crazy pet, but you didn't see it at Georgia. He didn't catch that much at Georgia. Great but pass But he did blocker. hurdle a man. He hurdled one person, and everyone was like, first rounder. Like six, six, 300 As, pounds hurdling a guy. I mean, first round, baby. He just didn't have the production. I so love that Darnell is where I'll push, push back. Darnell is the, Washington. Part of the reasons why I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are a big winner. They had a good draft. They had a phenomenal draft. Yeah. I, 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 I really like Joey Porter I think Porter they're Jr. the third best draft yeah. out of everyone behind Houston and Philly. I mean, you get Joey Porter on day two. Yeah. You get an offensive lineman on day one to go protect uh, Kenny Pickett. You get one of the best blocking tight ends out of Darnell Washington. Yep. In his Instagram bio, sixth lineman. Love it. Fuck yeah, it. Know, right. your, fu- know your fucking skill set. Yeah. Sixth lineman. Love it. All right? So let me let me give you this question because you were talking about uh, Caleb Williams next year. So the only argument I've heard for the Texans not having a fantastic draft is why go all in this year and not enter the Caleb Williams-Drake May uh, sweepstakes next year why not just take will anderson at two leave uh what's what's their quarterbacks mills davis mills in there for one more year so that you could potentially get one of those like superstar could be amazing for 20 years type of guy next year and i'll why tell you go exactly all why. In when you've agreed that this is not a deep draft and i'll tell you exactly why please because the Mako Ryans has that fucking dog in him, all right? <laughs> that was he the most Pat McAfee answer at, I've ever he heard in my fucking life. He looked at the draft this year, and he said, <laughs> hold on, Daniel Jeremiah has us trading up and taking back-to-back picks in the top three? Hold on, I think I like this idea. I think I fucking like this idea. I think idea. Daniel Jeremiah had some intel. I think, I think he Daniel, had some Daniel inside Jeremiah, information. Daniel Jeremiah, literally after the draft was goes, I'm kind of surprised that actually happened how it happened. He well, goes, yeah. He goes, I haven't talked to any GMs. This is just what I think makes the I most sense. I don't buy that. I don't but buy that at all. Whether Daniel Jeremiah. You're telling me the mock guy for the ringer talks to GMs when <laughs> Daniel Jeremiah doesn't? I don't know. Come on, man. But here's the thing. Here's the deal. <laughs> I think the Mako Ryans looked at the draft class. I think he brought CJ Stroud in, and he goes, that's a good quarterback. Yeah. He can't yeah. spell his own name, but he's a good quarterback. Hey, we don't pay him to take tests. We play him to play taker. football. He's a football player. All right. And I think to make a rise, you, know you know what the best part of it? There's a Daniel Tosh bit that people were stitching with him saying that on yeah. TikTok. And essentially the bit is just like, I love when people say I'm a bad test taker. Oh, you're bad at the part where we ask you what you know? Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite... My favorite thing about this, though, is like Domeco Ryans went into this draft and he was like, okay, I love Will Anderson, right? That was like the the guy who was like the top of his big board. Then he met CJ Stroud and he goes, oh shit, this guy's a little bit better than long neck Davis Mills, you know? A little better. Yeah. He's a little better, you yeah. know? He can play ball, right? And he's like, okay, he might not be a good test taker. But after practicing against Will Anderson every fucking practice, yeah, right. nobody's going to be able to pass a test, all right? No. They are going to be Tua Tagovailoa. He's going to be, gonna so, be He's going to be so scared of his left side yeah. that he's, he's just going to be running Jesus, immediately. I, I, I swear, I think I think CJ Stroud I, I I don't understand the knocks that come on these top quarterbacks every fucking year. They go, "Oh, oh. Uh the number 1 overall pick's not 6 foot." Yeah. 
So what? C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud's not a good test taker. I'm like, have you heard Lamar Jackson speak? <laughs> Big trust. Believe that. I'm His- like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> what the fuck? Unanimous MVP. Who cares what the fuck he said? He yeah. said it on the field. All right. I don't know what the fuck Big Trust means. Yeah. I don't. But I know <laughs> that man can run. That man can pass. That man can get paid. All right. Yeah. I don't mind that CJ Stroud might not be the best at a Scantron. All right. I don't give a fuck. All right. The dude's going to go just out there. You weren't very good at Scantrons. I was actually surprisingly good at Scantrons. All right. But I can't play shit for football. All right. That's, I am bizarro CJ Stroud. Okay. Me and him are polar opposites. Alternate I'm, dimensions. I'm very CJ high on those Stroud. guys. I'm very yeah. high on those guys. I think Houston did great. Uh, I think I think there's a solid reason why Domingo Ryan's didn't go all in for Caleb Williams next year. And I think it's because there's a couple guys that already have their hat in the ring. I think I think the Falcons are definitely gearing up for it. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't go three skills positions and then you're like, "Oh, but uh Heineke or fucking Ritter, Ritter yeah. is going to be thrown to him." I'm like, "That's not your guy." No. You are a quarterback away from having a crazy scary good offense. Yeah. And so I think their hats in the ring for Caleb Williams next year. And I think the Patriots have to have their hat in the ring. I mean, they can't. Uh, yeah. They, I, I got no they idea. They went all defense. They were like, we're not going to solve our offense this year, which makes me think they're solving it next year. Well, you know. Here's the thing with the Patriots, though, is they've never drafted very well at skill positions. Yes. Never. They had Tom Brady. Yeah. But, like, name a wide receiver that they drafted in the last 25 years who was a great talent. Randy Moss, they got. Mm-hmm. Edelman was uh, – did they draft – I don't even think they drafted Edelman. I think they drafted Amendola, but it was like a sixth round. Like, they never go for those high no, round skill position don't. guys. And they don't because – And I feel like – Because those the, white guys don't tend to be high draft the, picks. The game changed, but – they haven't changed with it, and they're not getting the, like, oh, no, you need high level. Every once in a while, you get a Stefan Diggs or an Amon Ra St. Brown, but for the most part, they're just not there very often. Or a Tyreek Hill is, is the best example of a round four. And so I don't know I, I don't know what the Patriots now are doing. Now that we are talking I don't about feel wide like receivers. They're, I don't feel like they have a plan is what I'm saying. I, I think they're trying to do the same thing they were doing. They're trying to win, and they're just going to end up being mediocre yeah. because they don't have Tom Brady anymore. Yeah. And I hate Tom Brady. And I think that hurt I, me to say. It hurt you to say that you hate it Tom Brady? It hurt me to say that Tom Brady should get all the credit for their last 25 years. But after the last couple of years, I'm like, yeah, I think he should, honestly. I mean, the defense give credit to Bill Belichick, but this is a mediocre team if you don't have the, the best quarterback of all time. Yeah. I mean, we talked about wide receivers and how the Patriots did not draft one. <laughs> And I think the wide receiver story is one that has not been talked about enough in this draft. This Please. draft this draft was very confusing at wide receiver. Yeah. Cause there was a run on wide receivers and they did not go in the order that anyone had them going in. Uh no. Everyone unanimously, the kid from Ohio was the yeah. one obvious. JSN. Yep. Yeah. Uh in Jigba. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that dude. I had was. to Google how to say his name because yeah. I was like, he's he's a problem, you know. He's he's good, you know. You know, you're a good athlete when you got a fucking wild name, and I'll learn it, you know. Yeah, I'm like, like when Giannis Antetokounmpo joined the league, I was like, eh. I was like, that's that's Gianni, no. you yeah. know, that's Gianni, whatever. <laughs> he won an MVP. I was like, Antetokounmpo. <laughs> I'm shouting that shit from my living room couch, man. In Jigba, it's a fun one to say. I'm not it gonna is. lie to you. So yeah. He was, I was the a little obvious... afraid to say it for a couple of years. I was yeah. like, I had to nail it. I was like, where? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. And then uh, he was the first one taken, and that made sense. Yep. Not to the Packers, who everyone thought was going to get him. All right. Which, yeah. I I really wish uh, that then... they had drafted a wide receiver just to like spite Aaron Rodgers. Like now that you're gone, well, we'll take a jigbo. Spited Aaron Rodgers. Well, sure. If if you want to see my notes, I said the biggest loser of this draft. Well, let's 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 stick with the wide receivers that get into the, let's, the let's biggest losers. Let's do this losers. Packers thing first. Right. The biggest loser of this draft, not the Packers. The Packers had a really good draft when you look at it. All right, they had a lot of picks. They had a yep. lot of picks. The biggest loser in this draft is Packer fans. All right, <laughs> for the last fifteen years, you guys have been wanting Aaron Rodgers to get a little bit of help. We finally get rid of Aaron Rodgers, and you go. And you get out there, you draft two tight ends, three wide receivers, and a running back. That is what hilarious. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude Coon over here, whatever the fuck that GM in fucking Green Bay is. I don't know. Goon, I, I, I think the town just has a vote on who they should draft Dude, oh every year since they don't have an owner. <laughs> what they the all just fuck? put their ballots in. No, that is that is so Ranked crazy choice to me. voting. Aaron Rodgers was like, "Go send me somewhere with an yeah. offense," and they were like, "All right, we'll send you somewhere with an offense." And draft an entire offense. <laughs> They're trying to set up Jordan Love for success, and I love that for yeah. Jordan Love. I love that. There is something to be. Jesus there is, Christ! If you're a Packers fan, you got to be fucking fuming. There like, is something five to be years said, too late, man. Because this is a salary cap league. If you have a top quarterback then you should spend the money in other places because yeah. the be the best quarterbacks in the world will make it work with worse guys, mm -hmm. a la Tom Brady with the Patriots, a la Patrick Mahomes with only Travis Kelsey and whatever carnival of first and second year players Patrick Mahomes is playing with. Yeah. Theoretically, Rodgers, if he was that good, should have made it work with those guys. However... They could have given him a little more help. You know, a wide receiver on a rookie contract that you picked 25th wouldn't have been the end of the world, Matt LaFleur. Yeah. So I, I get the philosophy. I think it was poorly executed. Yeah. Let's stick on wide receivers. Wide I, receivers. So Zay Flowers yeah. comes off the board to Baltimore. And I'm just like... They love a crafty Hollywood Brown type of guy. That's the thing, though. Baltimore has been consistent in taking wide receivers lately. Rashad Bateman. I think this is the fourth year in a row they've taken yeah. a wide receiver I mean, in the they've first been round. going. I mean, they they have not been hitting, though. No. And I'm like... Bateman's all right. Hollywood was all right. Hollywood was okay, but you traded him to Arizona. Right. You, you know? got a third round Rashad pick for Bateman it. Rashad Bateman didn't make it really through his rookie year without getting banged up and injured, but the yeah. games that he did play, he didn't look like a first rounder. No, he looked all right. And now you go Zay Flowers, and I like Zay Flowers on film, sure. Mm -hmm. But I don't have faith in the Baltimore front office to pick their favorite receiver anymore. 
So when you don't yeah. go the unanimous second best receiver as far as the rest of the scouts are concerned, well, who did, now I'm concerned. Who did you see? Because I saw a bunch of mocks, and and I want to get to the mocks I'll say I'll later, say who I think the second best. But I'll who say, did you think the second best? In my best, opinion, the second best wide receiver in this draft class is Jordan Addison by a mile. Oh, interesting. I like I Quentin Jordan, Johnson the best. Quentin Johnson's good. A second best. Still, second best. Still, still, I would put Quentin Johnson and Jordan Addison both over Zay Flowers. And the yeah. fact that Baltimore took Zay Flowers over Jordan Addison is crazy to me. Yeah. And the and I'm starting to think I'm starting to think that the Vikings are getting extremely lucky with whatever wide receiver falls into their life. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the way they laughed at the Philadelphia way. for taking Jalen Rieger yeah. and then Justin Jefferson falls in their lap. And then they no video, but I'm pretty sure they laughed when they heard Zay Flowers. I'm pretty sure they probably yeah. laughed. They were like, J- fucking Jordan Addison's our guy. The way Adam Thielen moved on, and now they bring in... I, I think I think the Vikings wide receiver room is going to be one that is just consistently fucking good. Yep. Stephon Diggs leaves. Then you get... Well, you start off, you got Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs. Great. Yep. Stephon Diggs goes to Buffalo. You bring in Justin Jefferson. Yep. Great. Adam Thielen leaves. You get yeah, Justin Addison. Jefferson and Addison. Dude, I mean, like, Justin you, Jefferson's gonna leave, and, <laughs> and then you'll draft another fucking dog. Yeah. And you guys would probably do something with it if you just had a quarterback. Yeah, right. fucking Kirk Cousins. Jesus Christ, <sighs> he's so average. It's, he's so average, it, it, and he keeps asking us, "You like that?" No, we don't, Kirk. <laughs> we don't fucking like that. I'll let. He's from my hometown. I'll let him know. Is he? Yeah. Fucking uh, rival high school, like forty minutes outside of my it's hometown. It's funny because you guys look like, like you could be related. We, I mean, you guys look like you went to the same youth group. West West Michigan's pretty <laughs> Dutch. Is <laughs> uh. Nah, we we weren't. I wasn't youth grouping. I promise. It goes into what we were saying with that Green Bay philosophy, though. Minnesota has the opposite, where Green Bay is like, nope, we want a high end quarterback with uh, less help around him. And Minnesota say, nope, all you need is a mid tier quarterback with high end help around him. Yeah. And I don't know if there's necessarily a correct answer, but. The one thing you could point to is all of the previous Super Bowl winners have all been Hall of Famers. I, th- yeah. I don't think it's unfair to say that Patrick Mahomes is a Hall of Famer. He could quit tomorrow and everybody be like, all right, well, he won two MVPs and two Super Bowls, so throw him in there. Like, yeah. that's insane. You have to you have to put him in there. And so it's kind of – it's it's my argument against Goff is like, man, those mid-tier quarterbacks with good help around them, ex- they just don't – win the Super Bowl very often. Even those teams with Drew Brees, who well, first guys, ballot for Hall of Famer, the Lions just drafted, won one. They just drafted a quarterback. Yeah, well, do you want to get in the Lions? Or you get Let's another get thing into the Lions. All right, all right so here's... Because you, you seem yeah. to think they had a decent draft, and I'm over here saying they're one of my biggest losers of the draft. I think... So there, think, there's two there's two philosophies to this in, in my mind, and I think you and I are on... I think I know which one you're in i'm very torn i'm putting it as a as a b well, i'm to not b torn plus. at all i'm very torn i know which side you're on i'm putting it as a b to b plus so if you want to be on the sunny side of things because i know that's not where you're at if you want to be on the sunny side of things the lions drafted four day one starters and when you look at a draft and say what did you get in the draft what did you get 
if you were to point to any draft and say one team 10 years from now if you were to look at this draft and say one team had four day one starters you'd be like that is a good fucking draft and that's really fucking hard to argue with the other side of it which is where you're at is that the value they got on those four guys could have been so much better they could have gotten jalen carter at at, uh or they let's let's assume they still trade back to 12 they could have gotten christian gonzalez at 12 they could have gotten uh gibbs at 18 and they could have gotten jack campbell at 34 which christian gonzalez christian gonzalez at 12 would have made a lot of sense a lot of sense jeff akuda did not pan out you traded him all right and we we have decent CBs right now. I actually really like our backup, Jerry uh, uh, Jerry Jacobs. Christian Gonzalez would have made a lot of, but he would have made a lot of sense. And so that instead you went that's where you you went you running dig back is the value. So on the one hand, we have we got four day one starters: Brian Branch, Jameer Gibbs, Jack Campbell, and Sam Laporta are going to play day number one. On the other hand, potentially could have had five okay, I will plus say- Hendon Hooker. I will say, though, I don't – like, if, if we factor in this draft with just, like, the off-season moves that your team did. Yeah. I think your team got significantly worse. What? Yes. No way. All right, hit me with this because I'm – there is no way we are worse. You guys lost there T.J. Hawkins. There is no way we are worse. You guys moved on from T.J. Hawkins. Hey, okay, well, hold on. Hold on. You that know, was last season. You know what we you. did after T.J. Hawkins had left? We won eight out of nine. That's okay. what happened after TJ Hawkinson okay, left. But I don't want to fucking hear about TJ Hawkinson. With, Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta. But we still have the guys that replace Hawkinson. I think Hawkinson's better than Laporta. I think that'll prove to be true. Now I agree. I think currently honestly, today, if we're winning a Super Bowl today, I agree. In I four years, I don't know. The way the way your running backs played last year. If I'm going a first round running back and it's not I I can't justify a first-round running back, a top 15 <laughs> running back that's not named B. John Robinson. I just yeah. can't do it. So I don't think Amir Gibbs as a whole replaces DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. Like, that is a big hole in your offense from last year because you guys were a running team, and you guys ran well. Yeah. And he's not replacing one running back. He's replacing two because well, no, you gave us no. DeAndre Swift. We have David Montgomery. He came in instead of Jamal Williams. So we still have the one-two punch. Okay, I and do I like think that David a little bit more. I like that a little bit more. is better than Jamal Williams. I don't know if he's a better leader. I don't know. He's definitely not more fun on TikTok. He's definitely But in terms not. of a one-two punch, and I've been saying this since and- Dan Campbell showed up, we are remaking the 2015 Saints offense, which is the Alvin Kamara, Marcus Ingram running back duo. You get the burner down the field. That's Jamison Williams. Thank you. Did I say Marcus? Yeah. I wasn't that far off. I think, I think you were Ingram. confused. I think you were mashing him with like Marquise Colston, you know, I think yes, you were like, I think yeah, it was. that's also that you offense. Get the, you, know? you get your Michael Thomas type. That's Amon Ross St. Yeah. Brown. You get your burner. That's Jamison Williams. And you get your hyper accurate quarterback. That's Jared Goff. That is what they are trying to do. They are trying to replicate that. Whether it's going to work, that is another question. But I, that is what they're trying to do. Jameer I Gibbs is know. Alvin Kamara. That's his comp. That dude is Alvin Kamara. So in terms of the plan, we're following the plan. Now, if I the just, plan doesn't work, I'm open to saying, yep, that plan didn't I fucking work. Just, it didn't work in 15 either. I just don't like 
the players you took at the picks that they were taking. I think I think it was a reach on the running back. Uh who was your second? Your second pick was second a pick was linebacker, linebacker, and that was also a pretty good. It reach. was a reach. Yep. So he's going to start day one. But here's the thing: a lot of other guys in the first round start day one. You know, like <laughs> yeah. That, that you're, you're, yeah. If you're I, if your I big agree. sell to me is he's going to start day one. I was like, yeah. So are most first round I, picks yep. that aren't quarterbacks. You know. Yep. And and everyone agrees the Lions had a very good day too. Getting Hendon Hooker and Brian Branch, people yes, love and Brian Branch. Brian Branch is fantastic. Yeah, he he's one of the best players to come off the board day too. Yeah, uh, I'll give you that. But just that that first round is so hard for me to look past in yeah. in a year where not too many teams fucking drop the ball, and we gotta call someone a loser because I. W- <laughs> Because someone's got to be a fucking loser. I don't loser. think it's us. I think it's the 49ers. I think it's the Patriots. I think it's – I so, so here's – the Lions are very much – and this is what worries me. The thing that got the Lions in trouble under the Patricia regime yeah. was that they drafted too specifically. They drafted guys where they were like, this person fits perfectly into this exact tiny role. And that's where they got fucked because when things went wrong, they weren't adaptable. We had a middle linebacker who was slow as shit. He couldn't cover anyone. Super easy to expose. Mm -hmm. I am afraid that this Lions front office is too worried about picking character guys. Dudes that are going to work hard. Dudes that are going to show up every day. They're going to have a good attitude and not drafting super high skill players like your Christian Gonzalez, like your Jalen Carter. Well, sometimes it and works out for the I'm best. About. Sometimes it, it works out. Last it could year, work out. Last year, in my opinion, one of the best character bust. guys was also the best talent when you were on the board. When you guys drafted Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson, Hutchinson, yeah, great character, sometimes great talent. Penny Sewell, same thing. Great yes. character, I think you guys talent. have been very this fortunate. This year, it didn't line up. It did not line if up. If we could get Will Anderson, so now we're both. Now we're going to see. Now we're going to see. Yeah. Does that work? Does character trump talent and i just don't yeah. think it does i i that's what i'm worried about this is an experiment in character this I mean, is like can can you win if everyone likes everyone else i mean this ain't ted lasso you know this is a real fucking sport I, yeah we can't just be like oh it's all happy no fuck that i am i am i think we are definitely better scumbags win I scumbags think, win. I think we're going to be better than last year. The Terrell question Owens is, is in Canton, did, Ohio. Did we did we put a ceiling on our team at eleven or twelve wins when the ceiling could have been thirteen or fourteen wins and a couple of playoff things? All right, I got to jump in here. We have nine minutes left before the camera dies. Nine minutes. Nine minutes. Yeah. That's my bad. I did not reset the SD card because I was running around good. like a chicken with my head cut off good. when you showed up. What are we ending on? I don't know, man. I should. I I gotta cut like a promo that we can like cut down just for Instagram, right? Okay. I gotta, I gotta just go in on like one team or one one thing, <laughs> and I feel like one of the storylines that we have not talked about is Will Levis. Will Levis. Yeah. Will Levis. He slipped to the second round. And everyone's like, why'd he slip? Why'd he slip? Why'd he slip? Because quarterbacks went early. Yeah. All right? Everybody got their quarterback. And then later in the first round, we have our quarterbacks already. That's why we're drafting later in the first round. Yeah, that's exactly it. Why the fuck are we confused why Will (laughs) Levis fell to the second round? 
everybody had their quarterback already. Yeah. And if they didn't, they were like, why the fuck is he putting mayonnaise in coffee? Yeah. Why the fuck is he eating bananas with the peel Bananas on? with the peel And on. how the fuck is such a beautiful woman with a mayonnaise drinking man? What the fuck? Because she thought he was going to make $20 million the way next year. she's already gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yeah, I fucking hate Will Levis. Um... <laughs> I'm wishing every rookie. You're a so Penn much, State fan too. Yeah, you knew him before sure. he went yeah, to Kentucky. Yeah, I'm. 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 For, I'm wishing every single rookie the most success uh, going into the league, except for Will Levis. Fuck you, Will Levis, <laughs> dude. What? No, absolutely. Right, next year on white the pod, people, you guys people, can have a boxing match. White people, we do not have culture. Mayonnaise is our culture. Mayonnaise is our culture, and he he's ruined doing a great our culture. Job. He's doing a great job. No, that's bad. No, he's taking our Dude, culture to the limit. I am. I am a mayonnaise <laughs> apologist. All right. I, love I think mayonnaise, mayonnaise makes a, every sandwich it's better. Just you know, it's oil so and good. eggs. It's great. It's lube it's for a sandwich, as it I saw is. on the internet. Yes. <laughs> it makes the sandwich go down easier. <laughs> it is lube for a sandwich. It's lube for a it's sandwich. It's great on every goddamn Twitter's sandwich. Twitter's good for something, and it tweets like that. But here's the thing. Coffee's not a goddamn sandwich, Will Levis. No, it's you, not. Fuck you, Will Levis. Fuck you. Oh, my hate God. Will Levis, man. Well, here's the other uh, underrated storyline. There's now a white cornerback in the league again. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen the nickname he has already gotten? No. The Crackerback? The Crackerback? <laughs> I love I, it. Shane Gillis's bit is already out of date. It's, it's amazing, though. He's, we're back, baby. The athleticism, you can't cool. hold us down. He's not. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's, he's going to be out of the league He's so going to get cut before he's spring be training. You know, he's going to get cut. They just drafted so him for the quick. headlines. They did it for the bit. Oh, my God. I love it. All right. No, one last thing, though. I will one say. One last thing. Hit one us. last thing. The... The heritage picks, the family mm, picks this year them. were great. Yeah, Joey Porter Jr. getting yep. drafted to the same team as his dad. What a beautiful moment. Dallas Cowboys had a surprisingly wholesome yes. moment for maybe the first time in their franchise's <laughs> history. It's the only time I've ever been happy for the Cowboys. A scout drafted his own son yep. to his team. He goes, who's good? He calls too. up. He that calls him. Underrated. He as calls shit. him up. He goes, hey man, sorry, this is dad. My phone died. Um. But how would you like to play for us next week? How would you like to come join me at work? And his son's all happy, right? And it's such a beautiful video. And then the scout goes, oh, someone here wants to talk to you. And he hands the phone to Jerry Jones, and the video's ruined immediately. <laughs> what the fuck, man? God damn it, Jerry Jones. You are the one man that I oh. hate more than Will Levy's, man. What the <laughs> fuck? I hate Jerry Jones so much, dude. He is dude, a bad, right when, bad right when man. you don't think you can hate Jerry Jones anymore, there are pictures of him trying to segregate schools. Yeah, you, are like, you are like, fuck. You are like, god damn, dude. Oh. I'm like, god damn, Jerry Jones. <sighs> Jerry Jones makes it so much easier to be an Eagles fan, though. I will say that. Oh, yeah. I was like, it's he, not easy to be an Eagles fan. Dude, but, it uh, is not. It's not easy to be a Philadelphia sports fan. We lost the World Series and the Super Bowl in the same year, man. All right. That is brutal. Wanna, you want to know who had the, the worst combined record all through four, through oh, all four but sports here, Here's the thing. Here's this the thing. fucking guy. Here's the thing. You didn't get invited to prom. We got invited, and we saw our hot girl making out with some other dude. All right, I'd rather That's be worse. invited. I'd like no, to be invited. You don't once. want to see your girlfriend I want to be making invited out with a couple times. You don't want to see your girlfriend making out with someone else. You know that's not that's not fun. Oh, Either all way. right. 
overall, very fun draft. Nobody knew fun what was going to happen. It was, it a, was a lot of fun. Daniel Jeremiah no. knew exactly what the fuck sure, was going to happen. All right. That dude had pick That's for pick. That's a good point. He had 42 was, out of the top yeah, 50 going. Yeah, it was pretty good. I'm like, God yeah, damn. pretty good. He's a sorcerer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Until next year, Hold Jesse. On. One final thing. One final thing. Daniel Jeremiah, do you think he ends up going to a front office somewhere? No. No, I don't think he wants to. From I've heard Todd McShay talk about it on a podcast. Because that's the thing, Mike Mayock yeah. was one of those top guys. No, I, I've Once heard, he became that top guy, some of these billionaires were like, hey, dude, I, I've what's heard up? Todd McShay talk about it. He's like, look, and obviously this is just for him. I assume Daniel Di- Jeremiah is in the same boat. He's like, my job is 100 times easier than but those But Daniel guys. Jeremiah used to be a scout for the Baltimore Ravens, the Philadelphia uh, Eagles. See, he's got it pretty good. He's been there. He's got it pretty good right now. I'm not ruling it out. I'm just saying that's a lot more stress. part of being a GM is knowing what other GMs are going to do. It's true. And this dude fucking knows. Yeah. If you know that much, aren't you like, hey, put me in the league. Fuck it, why not? I give, a shot. give me a legacy. Put me in Canton. We put executives in Canton now. That's a thing. That's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Behind the scenes, right. guys, right. getting a bust. We'll get media the, guys. We'll get the media guys busts in Canton. We'll get media guys in Canton pretty soon. Jesse, where first... can people find you? It's gonna run out. Oh, you can find me on social media. <laughs> I have all of it. At, at I'm Jesse Towns and the letter I, the letter M, and then Jesse Towns and J E S S E. No I in Jesse. Just like there's no I in team. There is an I in win though. There is an I and win. And, and I'm you're, surprised you're you know Greenwich. that as a Lions fan. I got that. Yeah. Ah! It's, it's what I crave. Uh, you're at Greenwich Village Comedy Club. Come every to o- Friday night. Every Friday night. I'm there. Find me at Corey T Comedy on all social media and come to Ope, a comedy show every single week at Ferns in the East Village. If you saw this podcast, want to see Jesse on the show, message me on Instagram and then we will get him on the show that you're coming to. Jesse, let's do it again. Stay let's tuned for the fantasy football again. draft. Yeah. Yeah.